0: hello hello everyone welcome to a framecast that is supposed to be working now finally is it it really (laughs) i guess i think people can see us can they not i have no idea hello everyone can you see us i i think they can i can see you you can see me uh i guess i guess we got this i guess we got this covered let me get the keyboard out of the way has it been a while framecast 76 we're trying to do this number again if you weren't here for last week Last week, two weeks ago, uh, for uh, what is it? For the 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 failed framecast where the computer died and everything else with it, our hopes and dreams died. Um, this week will be better, uh, hopefully. How's it going, Drew? I can see it this time in like more than two pixels. Uh, Discord do be having that higher resolution than Gilded.
1: Uh, the the hilarity behind this where. You know, you genuinely thought that I was trolling you where, you know, I wasn't showing webcam and then people were like, no, we can see the webcam and you would go on your phone and everything. And, you know, No, he, he's actually that. Yeah. So uh, we were going to start like, I don't know, about
0: five minutes earlier than this, but I was hungry. I needed to eat my num Ah, my uh, That's all right, man. Like, I mean, you can't do a podcast hungry. Um, speaking of doing a podcast... Oh boy, oh boy, oh boy, is there something exciting that's been going on in podcast land? What is going on? How has the first episode of the Kampai Cast been received? Uh,
1: first, I think you mean second. Hey. Um, so, actually, surprisingly well, it, it got uh, over 50 views within the first 24 hours, which was a hell of a lot more than I was expecting. I was mm-hmm. expecting like 20 the second episode saw some drop off which is to be expected but again still it, it got like uh 40 within the first 4 hours so which is great you know it's 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 brilliant um we we have a little technical issue with the uh <laughs> I don't know if you've seen this uh, the twitter account has been um n- not 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 disabled but disabled <laughs> and you know we can't make any tweet. so it, it's not been blocked or anything but we can't make any tweets we can't appeal the block we can't we can't do anything and it's just like twitter what the hell and i've got no contact details whatsoever to contact anyone say like can you
0: please sort this out that is so... that is so weird and it like it does sound so fucking like twitter and like modern day support systems like remember when like websites had like a support team that you could send an email or ticket and they respond to you
1: yeah yeah um but the 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 third episode is going out tomorrow Mm -hmm. um at 9 a.m oh god um 9 a.m eastern uh 2 p.m uk time Mm mm-hmm and mid-September, we'll have a actual channel logo and banner and everything. So, but, uh, oh, the, the the sheer volume of crazy man that we've put into this. So, uh, I, I just want to talk about it briefly. But, oh, yeah, go ahead. So, you use an Al deck in order yep. to actually, right. So, this um, right here. I set up um, the sort of, like, Mobile phone equivalent called Deckboard, mm-hmm. um, and I was going to show you, but I can't. Um, and <laughs> uh, we we set it up with uh, a VPN, uh, mm-hmm. a private VPN between myself, Loz and Nazareth, and we're able. All three of us are able to control what's on the screen. Oh, that's pretty right? cool. Yeah, it's a hell of a lot of work. But the problem is that there was so much admin behind it, right, Mm -hmm. Um, by putting in all the extra anime shows and all, you know, it it was so convoluted. And we'd miss things, we'd get things wrong. And, you know, uh, I spent two weeks and I put together a special script that hacks the Gibson. It, It breaks into the database of the application and rewrites all of the boards all of the shortcuts everything and we tested it yesterday and it worked and it was just like oh my fucking god Just makes life so much easier so now before we actually start recording we actually re-roll uh what's
0: on deck board and we don't have to manually do it anymore honestly that sounds like the most programmer stuff in the world where it's like oh hey let's let's go and like you know make a custom like uh, solution which like is going to make which which is going to make this like 10 times easier and it's going to give us so much more possibilities oh wait is it going to take like a month to like <laughs> figure out and oh my god it's crashing but no it's going to work and let's put all our effort and yeah. like finally it will work but um yeah it, like most of the time <laughs> you're like oh it's going to be easy and then like you're working out like you're spending more time working on your custom solution than like the it would have been to like do it the straightforward way right? but now being all able to control it is is really cool. Um yeah. so for those of you who haven't seen it yet, um the Compact House I've seen Xena links it in the, uh, in the in the in the in the in chat. It will be also be in like the YouTube thing description below, or whatever. Um yeah. but like uh, it is really cool because um I haven't watched that many anime anime uh podcasts. Um like I don't watch podcasts, I listen to more uh, the, the more, but also not many um like anime podcasts. And like one thing which like which I think that you guys hit very well, is that um, what do you kind of show? Because like, you know, I know that when you start out with 10 o'clock, like you, your, your style was very much like, oh, we're showing Warframe gameplay. And a lot of times like the Warframe gameplay is of the era. And then if we're talking about something, it might relate to like what we're talking about. so You can have an idea. Um, however, when it comes to anime, it's like, OK, so like, what the heck are we like? What the hell are you are you going to show without like being copy claimed to hell? Like you can't just show an entire series. So, a lot of times people just, like, <laughs> a lot of times, let's get back to that, a lot of times people just, like, sit and talk like we do right now, and I, I mean, that's that's fine, but when you're talking about shows, especially, like, the first episode, they go over like, all the, all the like, like, all the seasonal shows, it's, like, you want to have some sort of reference, so what they have is they have, like, the background with, like, stills from, like, the shows, and then, like, you know, you can, see, you can see stills and be like, oh my God, that's so cool. But then from what kind of show is that? They actually have the bloody title on the screen. So you can be like, fuck yeah, they're talking about this. I wasn't paying attention when they said the title. Oh, it's on screen. Oh, let me go look it up. So I think that's really yeah. cool.
1: <laughs> yeah, we put the, the show title and the year mm-hmm. um, up in the top left hand corner. Because, yeah, we want to make sure people can actually uh find it but like talking about copyright strikes oh my so in the first episode we we do little clips and we Mm -hmm. show off some clips and things and like there was actually no i'm going to talk about the second episode the most right in the second episode we were talking about like what what anime like really lived with us, sort of thing in the good and the bad sort of thing Mm -hmm and one of uh, my, my one of my bad ones my only bad one actually was um uh, sword art online oh <laughs> and i made a clip for it and everything and it got copyright struck and it was the you cannot um not the so th- there's a couple of different mm-hmm. copyright strikes there's one which is you can't make any money off for this and then there's another one which is you can't even air this right and the problem is that it's not a case of you can't air that segment of the... So if you've got two hours and only one minute is mm-hmm. copyright, they don't block off that one minute. They block off the whole the two whole hours. thing,
0: yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, so we, we actually test it. Before we're about to, to talk about it, we actually test the waters and see what we can and cannot talk about. Mm-hmm and so we get our clips and we shove it up on youtube YouTube on a separate channel to test to see if it's going to get like completely taken down and sure enough saw that online yeah completely taken down and i'm like son of a bitch
0: I I had uh, I had that too. Like, um, I, this is why I'm so afraid of showing trailers or anything like on on stream or anywhere. Like, I, I had it once when where, where where someone was like recommending an anime or something. I was like, oh well, let's check out the trailer because, like, what's wrong with watching a trailer? Like, if anything, like you know, you're you're sharing yeah. it out to the world, the thing that people want to see, and it got fucking like you like the same thing blocked. You can't show this on you like anywhere. So like, I had to blur it out and all that sort of stuff. So I don't touch that anymore. I do yeah. think it's funny with Sort of Online. I think it's very uh I think it's a very like data thing to like really not like it. Because I think it was a particular time in history when like that show was coming out and everyone like had good hopes that it was gonna be great. It was very much hype and you got into it, it was like, Okay, this could be something, there's an interesting concept and then it was like, Oh my god. The problem <sighs> with Sort Out
1: Online, right? The first season was really cool right so mm-hmm. uh the it's all been to half sort of thing so the first half of the first season we'll just call that 1a right mm-hmm. that was amazing it was phenomenal and then the second part 1b is kind of meh right hmm 2a so season two first half Really cool, though, the main protagonist doing a little bit of lightsaber bullshit here. Yeah. You know? um, but 2B was... Not to be confused with... uh Near the know, Matter. <laughs> yeah. 2B um, was just trite. It was awful, right? Then we got on to the third season, right? So 3A... Oh, we're getting good again. We're getting back to the quality of 1A, right? And then... 3B, right, the third half of, sorry, the, sorry, second half of the third season so fucking off I never finished it, yeah. it was so bad, right it's one scene, and it's this, this, like, actually I'm not gonna talk, I'm not gonna, go check out the podcast mm-hmm. second episode Um, everything's timestamped, though hey. the, ti- the chaptering doesn't <clears throat> actually work so oh. you need to go into the description to find the, the timestamps, but, yeah I, I also automated that with a deck board as well. So whenever that you nice. press a button, it actually records the timestamp somewhere. Sweet. Anyway.
0: So that's a little sneak peek of what the Compile cause is about. Go check it out if you're interested in an anime podcast. Um, mm-hmm. So let us get into our uh, like framecast. Uh, yep. Whatever Like the framecast started out as a Warframe podcast, and now it is gaming, media, whatever the fuck we feel like. Um, mm-hmm. So what do we have today? We have like um, a bunch of like little topics. Like the thing is, like a lot has happened, and like every single time, because like I know it's been a while since since we've done one, I was like, oh my god, that's so that's gonna be so cool to talk about. However, things that like we were gonna talk about like last time, like you know the the the, the entire Blizzard situation and all that other like there are so many stuff. There's so much stuff that's, ha- that's happened. Like it's already like two or three weeks ago, and kind of like things have already. Moved on so there's a couple of topics and there's maybe also something that I like want to discuss a little bit See we can do bring back like one of the good old discussion things where we like just randomly talk about a topic Uh, But let's just see see what we have time for Um, So first off the topics that we have is Epic Games still Epic Games stealing the hit game Among Us with uh, Fortnite imposters Oh boy Um, Epic added again Sometimes I really want to like them Sometimes they give me so much reason not to. <clears throat> then we have Discord backend changes lead to a Discord uh, pi uh, pi api wrapper being shut down, risking the loss of many Discord bots. Um, Discord is changing things, and because of that, like very important like backend stuff for a lot of Discord bots is basically like no longer being supported. So if you're using Discord bots which aren't like major bots, um, this is gonna be a bit of a trouble, a bit of a problem. And then finally we have. Oh, my God. Mm. We had like the juiciest topic of like, last week, basically. I think it's still worth talking about OnlyFans banning porn <laughs> off their site, and then I'm banning it again, because they're like, holy shit, that's your only source of income. Um, I don't know what they were thinking, but we can, we're, we can talk about it. But before we get into that, let's talk about what games have you been playing recently? Say no. What have you been up to? Uh, what
1: have I been playing recently?
0: Let's go have a look at...
1: Um, I've been trying to get back into Final Fantasy XIV, mm-hmm. but uh, I can't get access to my account. And Sony have, sorry, Square Enix have been utterly useless. Um, I've played Dead Cells, Warframe. I tried to play a bit of Cyberpunk, but it wasn't playing as nice as I wanted it to. Monster Hunter World. And I did end up trying Back for Blood, the open beta, and mm. honestly was not that impressed.
0: Oh. Well, what's what's what was wrong with uh, with Backfoot Blood that didn't impress you so much? Because I I hadn't so I've not played it because like by the time I was like oh let me play it, it was over, but like I've seen a couple of people be like moderately excited about it, like oh yeah this feels like Left for Dead. I know Mogamu and Skill Up were kind of like excited about it, um, but what do you feel of it?
1: Well, th- don't get me wrong, saying it's like Left for Dead. There's nothing wrong with that. The problem is that it's just like left (laughs) for dead it's like there's nothing new so one of the fundamental things i love about warframe Mm -hmm. and this is not me just stroking warframe's proverbial but the i love the fact that the corridors all sort of like change shape and thing the problem with left for dead and back for blood is that the environmental puzzles they're static they are Mm -hmm. always the same You know, no matter where you go, what you do, you know, you do that one mission on that one bridge, you have to blow up the boat, no matter what you have to blow up the boat. There's no like, oh, just abandon the boat or the boat's already blown up beforehand. Right. And that's what I don't like. It's just doing the same repetitive stuff over and over again.
0: No, I can. uh, I can definitely feel you on that. I've played my share of Left 4 Dead 2 mostly. Um, And, like, I have to say it was fun the first time around playing for the story and then a couple of times, like, playing it together with, like, friends, playing it through. At a certain point, it's like, yeah, I've done this. And it's, like, literally playing the same story again. Like, the, the only thing that back then made it fun was that you could just like mop the shit out of it, and just like for whatever random characters in it, for whatever random sound effects, and the entire game just became a chaos, and was like, yeah, well, that was fun, but that was also before a time when you say like games like Warframe, were there, games like whatever is up right now. Like they, I feel there's so like right now, like we went back to uh, to uh, Left 4 Dead 2 a couple of months ago when we did like the stream with Hydroxide and Massive. Yeah, and I was like, eh, this is fun, but. Like I remember it more fondly, and this doesn't really live up as much as like it did before, because as you say, it's like it's the same stuff, and like once you like really know everything about it, it's not really gonna change. Yeah. So yeah, I can see that. I can see that. Um, you said that you, that you like you went back to uh, to cyberpunk. I recently. Uh, decided to like update my Cyberpunk. There was like a thirty gigabyte update. So ever, ever yep. since like someone told me that like oh you can wool run or like you were supposed to be able to wool run in Cyberpunk or something or you you can have a pet cat but you can't pet the pet. I'm like why the fuck would you add a cat in the game? But you can't pet it or whatever. So I was like I kind of want to see what's like nine months later. Uh, but did they add anything new or did you just want to like go back to it, play through it or? Uh-
1: so i try to start again from scratch mm-hmm. right and i went the syndicate route but it was so choppy in the frame rate i was just like why is this why is it this way i don't understand so um i pretty much slammed the brakes on that straight away and um i, I don't know i need to wait for like um a, a weekend like september is not a good month for me in free time So Mm -hmm. I need to wait for a weekend before I can actually
0: properly sink my teeth in. I can see that. Well, hopefully it will be better by then. But then again, it's it's been nine months. I do feel like, oh my God, Cyberpunk was hyped up so much. And I was like, I I, I, I 100% expected that it would just be, it's a single player story game. People are going to play it then people are going to be done with it. But it was so insane to see like how long that hype was had been built. Like it, it was carried over. It was carried for like multiple like years. It wasn't like this one event. People just kept on talking about Cyberpunk like, coming out, Cyberpunk coming out. And then it's out. And it was just like that one moment of disappointment. Like, oh, my God, this this is really not stable. Then, oh, it's kind of fun. And then like nothing like they're still yeah. updating. They're still doing it. But it doesn't really seem like anyone cares.
1: No, I I kind of agree with you, though. Personally, I am happy with the investment that I put into the game. Mm -hmm. I do want to play it again, and hopefully sometime soon
0: uh, I'll be able to do so. Mm -hmm. No, like, I had a really great time with it too. I mean, obviously there were things that, like, were bugged, but honestly, like, there was a time, like, when I was close to to finishing it, and I was like, oh, wait... These cars jumping up into the sky—that's not supposed to happen. Oh shit! <laughs> it just so become bu- completely normalized for me, and I was like, "Oh, oh, hold on, yeah." I thought I was not seeing the bugs, but they just like—they just gotten normal for me, I guess. Well, but what have you been playing? So last week I was actually like away on um, on vacation, so I was actually I was not able to play anything much. Um, then I came back. I've done a I've done a bit of Apex because um, I still think it's like. A fun game to play and uh i've gotten like really really slow with like my movement and stuff it's like it's ah it's so strange if you like haven't played for like a week it's like the muscle memory is kind of a little bit gone you're like oh shit, and then you feel just feel yourself being so slow um so that's what i been up to before dad um i mean i don't know if we talked last time about mass effect um have you played the mass effect series um no, well, I kind of started
1: playing the first one. Um, oh, God, how long ago? Um, I'm trying to think, how long ago did I start playing the... I don't think it was immediately after the first one came out. I think it was like on some cheap deal during a Steam Christmas mm-hmm. sale or something. I played it a bit, and I'm like, I barely got into it, and I just basically saw the whole... Oh, I have to somehow RPG the fuck out of these weapons. Do you know what's not interesting to me? <laughs> RPG gun, well RPG role mm. roleplay weapons like guns and things. Oh, yeah. I, I just, it just doesn't appeal to me.
0: No, I can I, I I can see that. Like I decided uh this summer because I had a bit of time I decided, you know what, let me go and play for the Mass Effect series, because I played Andromeda, and I thought Andromeda was fun, but I played that, like, that was my first game after Warframe, and before that, I'd never played anything like. so I was like, okay. Yeah. Now, I was like, let me put it in context, because, like, they had the, 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 the remake that came out this year, and now they're, yeah. like, moving to a fourth game. And when I started that first game, oh, boy, that was rough. I was just playing the original version, and oh. as you say, the gunplay is... I was, I played it, like, I opened it up one day, and I was playing for it, I was like, uh, can I really do this? Because, like, this is a long game, but can I really do this? Because, like, it's old. It is really old by, like, modern-day standards, like, the gunplay is, like, you can't even aim, really, like, it's, uh That said, I continued playing, and, like, one thing which really stuck with me is, like, the way that they, that they built their universe in, like, the first game, it really feels like there's something, that like, there's a lot going on, where it's, like, This feels like it's been well thought out. This feels like it has already existed. Like, I can't imagine what it must have been like, especially at the time when this thing came out, where it's like, you know, this brand new franchise putting forth, like, so many different species, so many, like, like, such an interesting situation, um, where it's like a lot of things are thought out, like the way that certain species behave, like the way their history is formed. Like, there's a lot behind it. I liked it, but, like, the first game was kind of like, okay, well, that was an enjoyable experience. Had a fun time. Um... I generally like like these games where you like to speak a lot with people, your choices matter, and ah, yeah, I'm also right. Then I started playing Mass Effect 2, and oh boy, I started loving that. Because basically what you have in like Mass Effect 1, not really going to get into spider but basically what you have is you have this... This story, which is kind of like a standard story, like, oh, something's wrong. We need to go and defeat someone. Oh, boy, let's go and get a recruit and then defeat someone. Oh, we may end up defeating him or not. But, I mean, like, if you know any story, you probably know what's going to happen. <laughs> However, then you go into, like, the second game and, like, they do a very brilliant way in, like, like, having you, like, you know, you're this character that's, like, fully level up, has his entire crew, his entire ship. Like, how do you, like, start a new game again where basically, like, they want to have the same thing again where you have to build everything up again? Like, they do a very clever way where they, like, reason why things happen. It's like, it's so well done where it's like, oh, shit. Now I really want to get back into it. And the character writing, like, they bring some characters back from the previous game. And they bring them back in a way that makes you appreciate them so much more. Like, I had, like, a, um, a side character. Garrus was his name. And like he joined, he 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 joined us like he joined joined your crew like somewhat at the beginning, um he's like a military commander or something, and he's like oh yeah I want to explore like like I want to join you because I want to like fight for justice and I don't want to be stuck in bureaucracy and like he's all right, but then like in the second game you meet him again and like in such a way that it's like he just became my like second hand man like like he became my like my sorrow to my Luffy he was like oh man I I love him I fucking love them. Um, so that was a really great experience, like the way that characters are displayed with complex complex problems is amazing, and then the third game comes along, and it just shits and pisses all over that, and that game is horrible. I played 30 minutes of it, I will never play a single other minute. I don't like that.
1: Interesting. I, I didn't hear people have that much of an issue with the third one. I thought people mostly had an issue with the third one based on the...
0: Oh, crap. Um... What's it called? The ending. I have a big yeah. issue with the beginning. Um, but that. Okay. Okay. So like, I'm wondering. I'm wondering. Should, should Should I talk about this because like it's a little bit like spoilery. Yeah. I, I. Well, I mean, we've already got other topics to talk about. Should we? Should we not? Yeah. Okay. And that's. Let's um, yeah. Let's get into Let's get into the topics. Um, let's see. Uh, let's go with like the the very first one. Um. Actually, let's go with, like, the Discord one because I think that that will be somewhat fun to talk about. So, basically, uh, Discord backend changes lead to Discord.pi API wrapper being shut down, risking the loss of many Discord bots. So, this is something I came across, which, like, initially, I didn't really know what it meant. I just said, like, oh, some sort of, like, Discord Python library is being discontinued. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, okay, whatever, who cares? Um but like basically like it's a very interesting story. So basically Discord.py the, the, the was an API wrapper for Discord, which allowed mostly independent developers independent developers of Discord bots to interact with Discord. So basically, like an API is basically allows you to like write a program and have that program interact with um with like another program or another system. So like YouTube has an API, Twitch has an API, Discord, they 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 have an API, so like you can have your bot do something. Drew knows a lot about this, so I'm sure that if I say something which is incredibly wrong, he's going to be like, (laughs) and you're more than welcome to. Um, But yeah, basically, like, this thing, this, like, wrapper has has been used pretty much by, like, most of the, like, Python-based bots that people made for Discord out there, um, because it was created like it was created by a guy named Danny. Uh, like he made a blog post about it. Like he's shutting it down. And like pretty much like this is a very much like a grassroots thing where like he just says like yeah, uh, I'm not even a programmer really. I just work at a hospital. I just make programs for fun. And like back in 2015, when someone showed me Discord, I was like, well why don't I, like, make a bot for it? And then, like, there was no official API there, so he was like, let me just go and try and reverse engineer it. And ever since then, like, they they formed a little group with other volunteers that are, like, trying to reverse engineer Discord's API and, like, make different libraries for, like, different programming languages so that people can, like, go and make their own bots that can interact with Discord. Now, the thing is, the reason why he's shutting down is because um, basically when they started out, he said that, like, Discord had, like, Good support for us, where they were like they're making a blog post where it's like, oh yeah, these libraries are so cool. Now everyone can make bots for for for, for Discord. Like it, it became like the official, unofficial like um, API that Discord was kind of promoting, um, while they were working in the back for like their upcoming uh, like official API, which will be coming around in 2016. However, like over in the in the period he describes between 2016 to like 2020, around that time, like nothing really happened until like discord kind of like turned themselves to like the big bot developers like i think me6 would be one of those those bigger ones i think that that's like i don't know <laughs> but i reckon that that is one of like the biggest bots that i know in discord um but like they basically like discord then turned to like the bigger bots and then they were like well we think that these user bots are a bit of a problem um because like you know it's a bit of a security issue if anyone can just create their own um, their own bot. So what we want to do is we want to introduce something which is called privileged intents. Um, the way to understand this is that um, what the, like what you have is like if you if you like want to like want to have your bot like communicate with Discord, like basically like your bot would like send something like retrieve some information. Um, and the information that it would retrieve in Discord's case would just be like a lot. And then you would have to like figure out like okay so like I'm asking for like list A like like I ask something I ask I get like list like A to uh, M, I get that back, but I'm only looking for like B. That's the only thing that I need. What, what's under like tab B? That's the only thing I need. And privilege intents basically allows like the bots to get only like I need the thing that's about music. Can I get this thing about music? Or I need this thing about this thing. Can I get that thing? And that just like severely like um, limits. Uh, like that's more way more efficient on like com- um, computational efforts. <laughs> um then like if you have to like grab everything and then sort it out and figure out the one thing that you need
1: so so, so sorry to jump yeah in. go ahead
0: like uh,
1: the the big crux of the whole argument is that originally discord's api you mm-hmm. know everything you said about the api is you know spot on there it was originally reverse engineered people sort of like hacked the gibson if you know what that means mm-hmm. uh, and know that they were able to gain access to various everything uh people do use this uh, as a method of faking their accounts Mm -hmm. so you know uh, a lot of content creators do this some of which i know and uh what discord are doing is they're they're restructuring how the api works which effectively means that the old method of interaction no longer works Mm -hmm. and it requires the developers to go away and rewrite their code yep Discord's not the only thing that's ever done this uh twitter did this recently they shut down their old uh one well i say recently within the last year they shut down their old 1.0 library which meant i had to upgrade everything to Mm 1.1 And just like this instance, um, the library I was using hadn't been updated in like a year and a half, it was like 18 months. So I had to go into the library myself, make the modifications I needed, and just push it and and just start using it, right? Mm -hmm. But the problem is that a lot of developers they are very heavily trained to utilise someone else's wheel, mm-hmm. right? Someone else's package, someone else's library, and look at GitHub. Like there are so many packages and libraries on GitHub that have been abandoned, mm-hmm. right? You know, for for months. If like the, the whole problem I was describing with Deck uh, Deckboard, that hasn't seen any development for the last 13 months. Wow. Right? That's why I had to hack it myself. Mm -hmm. Right. Because it was the only way to make sure that it was. Otherwise, we'd have to look for another app to use. And this is the problem that a lot of these Python based um, Discord bots are facing. Right. Um, So similarly, um, the Tiamat that I use. Right. That interact with Discord. But I built the library for it. Mm -hmm. Right. So if anything goes wrong, I can fix it. The problem with, uh, but there was one PHP library that was um, made to uh, interact with Discord, right? And if that uh, PHP library is not up to date, I'd be entirely fucked, Mm -hmm. right? That's why I personally prefer to make my own wheel. A lot of developers do not agree with that sentiment and i completely respect them for it but i avoid using other people's wheels because of this problem
0: no i can i can fully understand that because like um i think i feel th- like the big mods that like most servers use are going to be okay but like there is going to be so many things that people have made like like People that people like you like you've made TMA, but you've built that yourself. But there's going to be so many people yeah. that will have built something similar, but then just like use these libraries that were available. Which like it, again, like it's something which is very much like just like you know, if there's a library out there, use it because someone made it. Like you can you can yeah. use it. Um, however, what like what what like very much stood out to me was that. Um, it was such an interesting read because there's an entire blog post where this guy describes where like he's been working on this for five years to like keep it up to date him by himself with like the people around him, but he's never accepted any donations for it. He just did in his free time. And he said that like the reason I'm just I'm just quitting now is like because I gotta rewrite everything right now. Um yeah. like they're they're doing this thing where like if you wanna have like these privileged intents um if you want to have that in more than a hundred servers, you need to like sign up for a validation program where you need to like upload your uh, government ID and stuff to like validate, to like have your bot be like a real. And he's like, like I'd, first of all, I don't think that's necessary. And like, second of all, like we, like at first, like Discord was like putting blog posts up about us. And we're like, like the, the, the Discord um, uh, employees would be like in, in, in our Discord server to like talk about us like what what like what was going on with the api and stuff the things that we were making and then all of a sudden like they just like didn't speak to us and then all of a sudden it was just like only the, the big bots that are like in 100 a hundred thousand plus servers um they would be spoken to and they would be getting these new updates and we would just be left by the wayside. And then we got like um they got some sort of meeting where they're like, it's still under the NDA, but we're not hopeful about it. So I just lost all my motivation and I'm not going to go through with doing this anymore. So if someone wants to like fork this thing and like I'll build it out and like go on with it, you can because it's open source. Like, go ahead. Be my guest. But it just, like, it just kind of, like, made me sad to see where it was, like, you know, you, like, you have so, so, or like a group of people that are, like, super dedicated to, like, building something cool for, like, this platform. But then, like, the platform grows. And it's, like, it just makes me really sad to see, like, people that were so passionate about that and then just, like, lose that motivation and then have this happen. Um, just because, I don't know, like, the company grew too big. I have no idea.
1: It, it's... The, the... The sad truth is that this this is common. It's so common. Um, you know, I've I've worked with projects where um, people do this, like uh, God, I don't know how much I can talk about this. So um, one of the biggest concerns when it comes to these packages is uh, cryptocurrency farming. hmm. Right now, if you have a high stakes website. Sometimes developers will sneakily put into their code a cryptocurrency um, generator that will run in the background of your server. So when someone visits your website, you are partly generating a cryptocurrency (laughs) coin and that money is going to the person that created that. Uh, package that library wow that is shady yeah it really is shady now um, this is why a lot of browsers these days like Opera I'm pretty sure Chrome has it and probably Firefox they have these anti-cryptocurrency mining uh, I don't want to say algorithms but features that notice on a website whether or not it's trying to do any cryptocurrency farming and then it just flat out stops it from happening Mm mm-hmm right um but a large part of the problem is that the when the package managers discover this so uh, a large one is uh, um, node package manager or npm if that discovers that the package uh, that you are you not that you made but that you're using has cryptocurrency mining in it they will boot it off But all the functionalities and things that you were using, right? uh, That's gone with it, right? So all of a sudden, you have to rewrite your code in order to actually get the thing working properly, Mm -hmm. yeah? And it is such a, like, if you might not be the original developer, you know, you might have taken this on not only from the previous person, but the previous previous person was the one that actually wrote it. And, um, you know, we had a situation very similar to this. And we're like, what the fuck do we even do? We can't rewrite this. We have no idea what the fuck is wrong. <laughs> you know, it's like trying to diagnose a problem with a car and you've never seen a car before in your life. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, boy. Like, the cryptocurrency stuff is crazy. Like, um, I, I read somewhere, just a headline, I didn't really look into it too much. But it was like, there was like a new, um, there was like, a new thing that people are trying to do with like Linux systems, where like they're gonna they're gonna try and like infect your system, where they speed up your system and then install a program that like will crypt will, that will do cryptocurrency mining. Um, it's like it's become such a like thing where like people are trying to like mine in every single situation. Um, I do hope that uh, we are gonna see better GPU prices though, because like this mining stuff has been going on for so goddamn long. I sorry that that. Not that that
1: sounds like bollocks, but that sounds like bollocks. How can you speed up the system?
0: Here, let me see if we can find it.
1: Like, I can appreciate utilizing a hundred percent. How the fuck could you overclock it in software? Well, I mean, your motherboard would have to support it, mm-hmm. but then could you interact with your motherboard from your operating system? Let's
0: see where Typically, was. the flashing has to be done separately. Um, trying to find it. Um, let's see. Meanwhile, um, um, let's see. Bing, bada, boom It's been a while since I saw that come by, and was like, "What the heck does that even mean?" Um. Meanwhile, did did you hear about that thing in uh, in China where basically like miners are no longer allowed to game more than three hours a week?
1: Sorry, did you say gain or game? game?
0: Play games, play video games.
1: They can't. What? No, I. What? No, really? What? Yeah. So. Um, oh that, wait, wait, wait! Minors isn't children.
0: Yeah, children are no longer allowed. People under eighteen are no longer are only allowed to play one hour on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Um... And after that, they cannot play a game anymore because you got to, like, make accounts of, like, your government ID and they track it. Like, they even have, like, I recently read on, like, uh, mobile phones, they'll have, like, facial scanning security to make sure that, like, while you're playing, it's actually you that is playing. And if you are a minor and you're not allowed to play by the government rules, then the game should shut down.
1: What? what? So if you're
0: over a certain age, does that not apply to you or is it just? Yeah, it's it's just to, like, protect the youth, I guess like that's kind of their idea where it's like oh yeah we got to protect the children from the from the scary games and I guess like I you mean know. surely the parents
1: should have more say in that it's than China the government I mean that's, that's kind of sus <laughs> but anyway um one thing I will say and then I think we should move on to the next mm-hmm. topic um so everyone may or may not know of docker So, you you know, of Docker, yes?
0: Uh,
1: how again? Docker is this platform that's supposed to be used for hosting servers, like really lickety split fast and super cool. And it's super free and it's super easy. Um, uh, they've decided that if you're running it for a company, you have to pay. (laughs) Uh, of course. Yeah. Fucking of course, right? <laughs> and, um, like, I, I'm i just like, oh, do you, do, you know what's, do you know what's really cool? I didn't set up any of our servers to run fucking Docker. There
0: you go. <laughs> nice. Good job, me. Oh, man. Like, it is it is such a, like, 2010 strat. Or, like, I mean, I guess they're, they're still doing it now, where it's like you you go out and launch a servers, and you're going to make it, like, free, And it's going to be something amazing, but it's got to be free. And you're not going to make any money for the first 10 years. And you hope Google buys it. And then when Google doesn't Uh, buy it, it's like, okay, fuck it. Uh, Now you guys are going to have to pay. And everyone's going to be up in arms because they're like, oh, we have to pay now. It's like, well, it's a free service. You should have probably known that, like, not everything is free. You probably should have seen this coming. It's still a weird business strat, though. You know for a fact that if Sony didn't get in bed
1: with... God discord you know discord would turn around and say like we need you to pay mm-hmm. no but we need you to pay no but we need you to
0: pay <laughs> no yeah then people would go over to gilded or something which like again in quality it's it's still not quite there yet speaking of quality that is no longer there and it's going down fast quitting it like like keep quitting it like the absolute Peak of your performance. Like, what like what if I told you, Drew, that you could have a platform for yourself that you could own that would have over 130 million users registered to it that had seen a 75% increase of of people over the last year on your platform, and you would be taking from all those people a 20% cut from everything that they spent on that platform. What would you do? Would you a continue just what you're doing? B expand opportunities for the people that make you money, or C ban the content that makes your platform your platform. What would you do? I
1: I, I like I'm not gonna lie. Maybe maybe I should get an OnlyFans, but uh, regardless. <laughs> of that. But no, I I I think it's it's stupid. It's what were they fucking thinking? I mean, like the whole reason why all these, you know. Ugh, adult content um you know like all, all these women men whoever with the reason why they were doing this was because patreon kicked them off mm-hmm. and like oh yeah now that we we have a hefty amount of cash like you know just just fucking we're well i don't want to say we're all adults right but Come on, it's it's just it's just the human body. It's not the end of the fucking world,
0: right? It's, well, it's, like... it's it's there is there is multiple things to it because like I would say, I would like I would say too. Like you see that with a lot of things on YouTube being banned, where it's like like there are videos which are, in my opinion, like perfectly fine, um, like perfectly fine to even put behind an age restriction if you want to. You know, like uh, I'm thinking about like. Filthy Frank or Max MoFo videos where where they were making, like, cake with hair and stuff, which, like, honestly, wasn't everyone's fight, but I can 100% get it. But, like, it's not harming anyone. It wasn't insulting to anyone. It's, like, people just doing, like, gross, weird shit for, like, the, the idea of, like, shock comedy. And it's, like, that had to be banned. And it's, like, that's the same thing where it's, like, hey, you know, maybe, you know, people with naked bodies interacting with each other may not be your thing. Well, you know doesn't hurt anybody yeah, yeah
1: don't fucking
0: thing just fucking leave it alone yeah but um for those of you who aren't aware last week onlyfans became big news uh, as it announced that it would be banning pornographic material from its site um, as a site as a site just pretty much only known as the way for people to support adult content creators this was uh, pretty upset uh, pretty upsetting for like many of its creators uh, as the change would set in like pretty much a month in like August 1st um so yeah like um only fans like they got like a lot of shit for it like a couple days later they were like oh no sorry we didn't mean to uh however there's been a huge increase in like competitors that are out there where people have signed up because basically like your entire financial stability is just gone because now you see the platform is just like well in a month we could just ban you of this and it fucking sucks uh that said it has been rumored, and this is what I think that may have gone on, but again, it's so weird with OnlyFans. Like, the way they very quickly turned it around, like, that, this might be weird. Maybe this is not the case, but, like, it has been rumored that, the, like, payment processors may have been influencing this decision because, like, last year, I think last year or a couple months ago, Pornhub, like, removed, like, 90% of the content. Like, every single, like, user-generated thing that was put on there, they had to delete, which was over 10 million videos uh, because I think MasterCard or something was, like, we are no longer gonna, like, you can no longer use us to, like, get money, uh, to, to process payments if you don't delete all of that um, because we don't support that. Um, and... um just, just to um,
1: clarify, I'm pretty sure that was because...
0: Suspected child pornography. Yeah, right. But that's why when they deleted all of the user-generated content.
1: They didn't delete it. But they didn't delete it all. I heard from a friend.
0: But um, apparently, <laughs> so like the, the 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 thing that they did, they deleted the user-generated content except for verified people that were like officially like, and that was just like a very small like portion, like maybe was a large part of the of the thing. Yes.
1: Yeah. I think if you weren't verified, you were definitely gone. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, but I do know that some videos, I was told, I, I read it somewhere, yeah. um, it was written on the bathroom wall, mm-hmm. that some videos where it, it was themed around like inappropriate activities, that that stuff was also removed, even though the participants were not in that situation in the slightest Mm -hmm. right yeah so yeah it's it's yeah so i to be honest that doesn't surprise me when companies like mastercard or whoever do decide to yeah we're just gonna we're just gonna pull the plug on this
0: yeah i mean like that is something that is something which like if that's the case with OnlyFans, like that's a bit upsetting i mean the thing is weird because if that was the case, then how could they reverse this decision? Like that is so weird. If they force their hands, like now you got to ban it all, and then they like, a couple of days they can turn it around. Like that is weird. But the thing does worry me to a degree because, like, to me, a payment processor is just like I want to put money somewhere. And like like normally, I would just like hand the cash, but I can't hand the cash. So like you just literally just like make sure that like you take my money and you give it to the other person. You don't do anything else, you know that's what you do. You don't be there like, oh, is that smart? No, it's my decision. that's what I want to do. Um, but like it's this really weird thing where like now they're trying to kind of like be or like we don't know, but like it seems like they're trying to be like the moral police It's like what they what they will allow and they won't allow and like it's literally money that speaks. Because if you don't have a payment processor, um, like, even if people want to throw you money, they cannot. And, like, that is something which I do think is, like, kind of weird, especially when, um, like, it really hinges on, like, um, a certain type of content where it's like, hey, you know, maybe it's not for everyone. um, But I do think it's for a lot of people that people just, like, enjoy going to OnlyFans and subscribing to, like a person's content because you know it's perfectly fine content to watch as long as it's legal um however like it will be really worrisome if this is something that would continue on where like even if like OnlyFans goes down right now, which it might very well do because, like, people don't really trust it anymore. But, like, what if, like, the next platform, the next OnlyFans, again gets hit with this thing and then people have to migrate and migrate and migrate? Like, that doesn't really seem like a desirable situation, especially when it comes to, like, the security of, like, the people that make that type of content. Like, you'd want them to be, like, as secure as possible, have a good platform that they can rely on um, because this would just be, like, crazy. like, people would have to, like, go, like, through shady ways again to, like, you know, do what they do, do their job. This is unfortunately the the current status quo.
1: Though, look at Twitch, look at YouTube, look at Mixer, look at mm-hmm. Facebook Gaming. I don't even know if Facebook Gaming is still a thing. I assume it is, mm-hmm. right? I've not heard of it for God knows how long. Uh, look at Patreon, look at Subscribe Star, look at yeah, you know, and it, it's hilarious how Subscribe was being oppressed by the. Oh god, the the payment gateways, mm-hmm. and it was, just, it was just like for the fuck's it, it could, like I don't understand what payment gateway. It is money. Do you not want money? Mm-hmm. Right, you know. Oh, but we don't like the fact that our brand is all over. it. Then don't put it on there. Yeah, like just fucking put a thing up saying like, oh, if your if your content is in mm-hmm. this category, right? Well, we take more of a cut. But, you know, you don't, you know, you can't put our branding on it. There you go. Mm
0: -hmm. Like, uh, just give people options. Don't fucking dictate shit. Well, like, that is something where, you know, we were talking about mining and stuff. That's something where people, like, a lot of people then say, like, crypto is the answer. Because, you know, with crypto, like, there is no payment processor. Like, you can just, like, there is no, not, not this middleman. And where I'm like, I can see that. And, like, if we get to a point where, like... They're literally like, hey, you know, you can't um, like pay you can't pay to someone's Patreon if they do like gaming content that has guns because we just decided that we don't like guns in games. So, you know, like if, if they start like doing petty shit like that, which I already feel that like bet like if 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 they have a hand in OnlyFans, um, like I think that's very petty, like going after like people that are trying to make their trying to make their living via, you know, creating online adult content. Um, like like at that point in time I can see like yeah, you know, like I like if I want to give someone money, it's only my business who I want to give that people money and I don't need some sort of like random company to be like, "Uh no, we don't do that." It's like that's not for you to decide. However, on the other hand, I still think that crypto it's weird as fuck, man. It's not it, it's not my thing yet. <laughs> the the biggest problem and concern
1: with cryptocurrency platforms is the fact that um Trying hard to think of the correct terminology here. It's too heavily influenced by Elon Musk. <laughs> well, I mean, that, that's a perfect example. Like, when one individual says, like, you know, hell, China turns around and says, we're no longer trading in uh, Bitcoin, Bitcoin just fucking shits its pants. Mm-hmm. It's just like, it, it just drops massively. Yes, it will always creep up. And yes, I think it will be a legitimate method of payment, but I always feel with cryptocurrencies that they are so heavily influenced by some dickhead on Twitter that they're a fucking gob, right? Mm -hmm. You know, like, oh, when, when was the last thing Elon Musk said that negatively impacted the value of the dollar, right? Yeah. But the second he but the second he says like oh yeah Tesla's
0: not gonna trade in Bitcoin <clears throat> Right? I, I think the big difference is is that like right now crypto is like hugely like It's 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 not really something it's it's just something that people attach value to and like it has as much value as people believe it has. And like people could say, yeah, that's the same with like the dollar right, or like any other currency that isn't cryptocurrency. However, the difference is, is that right now I can like take my euro bills and I can walk to a store and give that to a person and then get something in return. I can technically do that with Bitcoin as well. I see that, but I can't do that in like every single store I go to. It's like every yeah. single time, like or like I think the most common thing that people do is like they go into a crypto, they watch it rise, then they extract it, like they, they convert it back to dollars, and then they go buy something. So it's yeah. it's more like an a stock with like nothing behind it, rather than that it is an actual currency. And I think like what might ha- might, might need to happen is that, like it actually needs to be accepted as a currency where it's like, hey, you know, I can actually pay with a Bitcoin in this store that I go to and that I don't first need to convert it to like my local currency because, like, then you'll have some stability because, like, you, you, you don't really want to have, like, a piece of bread be, like, 0. 0.0001 Bitcoin one day and then 0. 0.5 Bitcoin the other day and then 10 Bitcoin the other day and zero point zero zero one Like, you can't really have that fluctuation. Like, you kind of want to have some stability, especially if it's widely used. Um, but right I mean, now, it's still it's still so all over the place. that I'm, like, it's not something that I would use for, like, like ongoing payments. And I also wouldn't like to receive payments in it. Like, can you imagine that, you know, You'd be you'd be paid out in in Bitcoin, for example. Like I mean, don't imagine that you get like one Bitcoin like 10 years ago, and now it's worth sixty thousand dollars. But just imagine you get a like point five of a Bitcoin or whatever, or like a, a small amount that equates to about twenty dollars. And then like Elon Musk tweets something, and the twenty dollars you got in your Patreon or whatever, that just went to like five dollars because Elon Musk tweeted something. Like that's something yeah. I wouldn't quite like.
1: No, exactly. I could, yeah, and that's 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 the biggest concerning thing. When it comes to cryptocurrency, so I don't think crypto. Yeah,
0: you know, I think we've I think we've hit head with every part of this. Mm-hmm. Pixel says to be fair to volatility is exactly what makes it. Uh, what makes it profitable? As long as you extracted it, like I feel like it's yeah. profitable as long as you like you step in and then you step out, and that is what yeah. doesn't really make it a currency because it like when was the last time that you were like, oh, I'm gonna you know, <laughs> buy a dollar <laughs> and I hold on to the dollar and then sell it for like another thing, you know, like. When it's $2, then it's $2, the,
1: the big thing with cryptocurrency platforms is that you have to keep on putting money into cryptocurrency. You can't just buy like a hundred dollars worth of Bitcoin. And then in 50 years time, oh, you now have a gajillion dollars of, uh, Bitcoin, you, you have to keep on feeding it Mm -hmm. on a month by month basis.
0: To make it worthwhile? Well, what I think is also uh, a okay, case is like um uh, one thing that Pixel says, like, look at what is, what happened when those filthy lower class men tried to benefit from market volatility with game joker quote, and everyone loses their minds. Um, crypto is unregulated in that way. But like like I can see that. Um that like especially gme and like we we had these these memes stocks that all of a sudden went up big time yeah dogecoin all of a sudden went went up big time um and i think that was what has kind of happened um is that like a lot of people now look at stocks in a way or like stocks or like um what is it or crypto in a way to like get rich quick uh, and not necessarily because they want to like get do a get rich quick scheme but because well first of all we've had like 2 years of like Covid, where people have been like locked down in their home and like especially like if you're if you're of the younger generation it's like if you are in like college if you're like studying if you're trying to find work it's a really tough time to to try and get there and at the same time like i think also what plays a big part is like look at how high the housing the housing prices have gone up like it is insane all around the world like literally like i read an article um um somewhere like a couple of months ago like it was like all over the world from like sydney to like canada to like the united states to like um the uk it's like literally everywhere it was like house housing prices like rising up so much that it's like i can very well imagine that some people may be sitting there like hey i'm here i'm in a lockdown i can't really go out to like get a job even if like i want like even if i want to get a job like I mean, like right now, like there's more job openings because things are opening up again. But like before it was like you couldn't um, like debts and like things are like like prices are like super high. How the hell am I going to ever have a future? What if I, you know, had use the money that I have? I just put it in a meme stock, just see it go up and boom. Oh, shit. It just risen to like a couple thousand dollars. Let me do that again, because like that is the only like future I will have. If like if I only if I like get a lot of money now, then I'll be able to like, you know, live comfortably in the future. Um, And I think that, like, I think that a lot of people are doing that right now. And because of the power of the Internet, like, because you can see instantly in real time, like, what is going up right now and what's going down right now and what everyone is saying on, like, Wall Street bets. Like, I feel like that's something which really feels right now. But honestly, like, I think it's kind of sad because it's like there is a couple of people that are really profiting. But you also see people that lose, like, 500K that put their entire, like, life savings into, like, GME when it was at 300 just before it crashed down. And that is something where I'm like, I just, I don't know. Like, I think, yes, there is like something to be celebrated when like, you know, Jimmy rises above and like the people that bought in at $5 now all of a sudden are like millionaires and stuff like that's pretty cool. But like, I also think that there's like an untold tragic story behind there where it's like, it's kind of like people that don't really see much hope for the future where they're like, well, fuck it. Let me just YOLO it on here and see what happens because why not?
1: Yeah, I mean... I think a large part of the problem with cryptocurrencies is, or just stocks in general. Um, it, It's very much a method of convincing lower level people, uh, like, you know, I mean, hell, there was the whole thing with, shit, what was it, Uh Samaya, semi- no, was it?
0: Oh, there there were a bunch was, of like YouTubers um, uh, uh, and stuff pushing like some sort of like fake coin.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh and yeah, they they're all pushing this their, their own cryptocurrency. And then they shorted it. Was it no no, they didn't short it. Sorry, I got that wrong. So yeah, they they pushed their the fake cryptocurrency, people invested in it, then they immediately sold out. Mm-hmm tanking the value of it because all of a sudden there was all this excess coin and all they made was like 60 grand or something like this it was for such a and there was like 10 of them right so Mm that they had to split this and it was like what the fuck you know so yeah it was it was such a
0: yeah no no but, yeah, but, but yeah. yeah like you see so many people come up with their own coin now and trying to market it like oh my god it's fantastic like uh, I think there was recently I don't know by who I watched a video about it but like I think there's like the the like the standard YouTubers you'd expect it from so like the Paul brothers and stuff like these people yeah. that don't really have their morals entirely screwed on correctly as far as it seems they <laughs> were like pushing some sort of like. Um, random like shit coin that they were gonna be like, Oh it is fantastic, you should invest it in and then like the moment that people invest in it, they just like dump it and like make money and or something like that. Um yeah. But yeah, uh, no. Spiffing bread was about viral marketing. He never actually made a coin; just told people to talk about it. Yeah, so like, uh, Spiffing bread talked about like like making a currency like that, but he actually didn't go through with it. There is there are YouTubers that actually have done it and have sold it to their audience to like sell it and make a profit of it, which is like absolutely insane. Speaking of something which is absolutely insane, um, do you know of the YouTuber Carl Yobbs? No. He's like, um, he he does like Minecraft speed running stuff. I never watched him until, like, there was this Dream situation thing. Did you hear about, like, the Dream cheating scandal last year? Oh. No. So, last year, there was this YouTuber called Dream. Do you know Dream? No. Me neither. Uh, but apparently, he's got, like, more than 20 million subscribers or something. Like, he's one of the biggest YouTubers that does, like, Minecraft stuff. And, like, people have, like, like standing for him insane to insane degrees. Um, but, like, he did a speed run on a Minecraft. And he got, like, a fifth place time or something. Like, he got a pretty high score time. I don't think it was a work record or something. Um, however, like, he got, like, insane luck that, like, people started to look into it. And they spent, like, what was it, like, months, like, investigating this. And then they came out with an entire, like, probability report about, like, how the probability that he got was, like, it didn't make sense. This was like insane he must have cheated because you cannot get this amount of luck you know like the way that like he you, like you have to do trades and there's a certain percentage of like the chance to for for like something to spawn um like you would trade gold for like ender pearls or something and then like um there's a certain percent chance for like the to spawn and he made very few trades and he got everything was like that's insane you, that, that can't be and then when that report came out, the report came out with, like, a, a pretty long fear, uh, uh, like video from, like, the people that, like, looked into it. And it was very well done. It was very much, like, we looked into, like, a lot of things. We gave him so much leeway. But, like, the, the chances of running a run like this was, like, one in, like... So hundred million or billion, like it was an insanely low chance that he would have that thing like in a like, normal game. And then he yeah. responded saying like, there is no way I cheated. That's impossible. He hi- he hired like a Harvard sci- uh, uh, scientist or something to like respond with a paper. That paper came then back. That was really cool because like you had like the Minecraft game and, like they were making academic papers back and forth about like how yeah. the probability was like wrong. And uh, however, that paper got like entirely debunked. And then like months later, he came around and he said, yeah uh, so like what kind of happened is like i was running a game and that game had a mod in Seoul on it i did not know about that um so like yes it was a cheat. i did not know about that and that's why i responded so harsh against it um but anyway like it was an entire situation there was like this one youtuber it was like Carl jobs and like his channel is fantastic um yeah he is like a very like i think he's from scandinavia and he really has it like scandinavian like uh seriousness to him where he's like you know he, like there are people that are making like drama videos like oh this and that and, and he is just sitting there like like you know, hey, I come from I come from the speed running world and I'm actually just interested in like what's going on. So we're just gonna take a look into like what does it mean, what's happening and sort of things. And he looked into this thing where like um he made his own opinion about it. Like I think that it's also probably not not entirely possible that it's true. And then like when um like a couple of months later he made a uh, like follow-up with Dream about it. And yeah. two to three days ago, he came. Uh, he made, he posted a video, which is pretty insane. Uh, which is about um, video games. Like uh, video games have become like insanely collectible. Like the the collectible video games industry has risen like insanely high. Like where video games are now being sold. Like Super Mario. I think it was like Super Mario sixty four uh, sealed edition was sold for over a hundred thousand dollars. However, two, however, two years or like a couple of years before that, that like it was sold for eight thousand dollars or something. However, the game that was sold for eight thousand dollars and then the game that sold over a hundred thousand dollars was the exact same game. So what was going on, like, again, like, I'm probably going to get a lot of figures wrong because, like, I've watched the video, like, once or twice, but you should really check this out. Uh, Basically, what happened is, like, there is this, um, like, there is this uh, grading company, this video games, uh, retro video games grading company that started up out of nowhere um, that, like, all of a sudden, like, immediately got linked to an auction website. So an auction website immediately said, like, we are going to be working with this brand new company that's never graded any video games, and we are going to, like, you know, have them be the official judge for like all the video games that come into our auction and then what they would do is they would like great video games to be like fantastic and they would like sell it on there buy it and then like they would like they would like increase the price then they would buy their own video games like they put it on them themselves like increase the price a lot and then buy it back from themselves so like the price would seem to be like climbing a lot and they're really pushing hard for like breaking a million dollars on like a a video game thing to like create this big bubble like they're like pretty much just like this this uh this grading company and this uh, auction website are just like colluding together to like try and really like push this idea that like you should go into video game collecting because it's going to be next big boom and they're trying to like make these things like insanely pricey so that people go into it and like these people that like own these things already bought like a lot of video games beforehand and they're just going to all going to sell it when like the prices are insanely high which they already are and like it's a really like i think it's an hour-long video it's very fucking interesting just to see like how the hell this is done and like how the hell he figures it out because like he just like goes into like he 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 just looks into like what he can find and it's like it's very well done um i want to see if i can like um find a thing uh and now I'll link it to you. Um let me see because like that I always have like a little description. Like again, like um like a lot of things I'm getting wrong because like I watched it like two days ago, I think. Um but it was right here. Let me see. So yeah, um basically bada bing bada boom. Um yeah, anyway, like the, the, there's just a lot. Like it's not really that's something that's like really worth like going over right now, but like I'll I'll get you uh The link. Can I copy the link? I don't know if I have the link copied. Let's see if I can, like, post it in here. Nope. Why the fuck would you... This is so weird. Share link. Okay. Okay, I'll just post it like this. I'll post it in chat. I'll also put it in the description. Check it out. But, like, that is a really interesting story about, like, what's going on, like, um... Like, this entire, like, industry. Um, let me see. Um... Yeah, Pixels just talking about Swiftcoin. But anyway, like that was something which popped up. I don't even know how we got into this, but um yeah, like that was something which is usually interesting. I would really recommend to people to watch that. Um, we,
1: we were actually we got into this because we're talking about like, oh, an alternative method of payment for uh, OnlyFans is cryptocurrency.
0: <laughs> yep. <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. All right. Well, let's go into let's go into another alternative thing. If you don't like the head game Emogas, Maybe there's something new. Maybe Fortnite has stolen something yet again. Remember that time there was a game called PUBG and it was insanely popular? Mm, Fortnite came along and took it. Remember all these popular (laughs) dances that people did, you know, that these dances are very iconic. And then, like, Fortnite just took them and never paid them royalties because fuck it. What is copyright on the dance? You can't copyright a dance, can you? Oh no, we don't know. It's just emotes. We're selling them in our store for money. And now the hit game Among Us. I think they're kind of a year too late, but so you know. What? What? What can we do? You know what? Let's just put it in Fortnite. Let's just make Fortnite Among Us. And they're making a uh, Fortnite Imposters, which honestly, like, is the craziest thing that I have seen. Like, I can't really show it because like we have a like a setup which like actually allows us to use Discord. But basically, just like imagine Among Us. But then, like, in Fortnite, and it's like, why the hell would you do this? Like, the game, like, isn't really even as relevant as it was, like, last year. But still, it's, like, it's so crazy insane. Um, Do you know more about this, Drew? What's going on? Yeah, so
1: I I caught this earlier today. So there's been a couple of things that Fortnite have gotten seriously wrong uh, recently. Uh, One of which is the uh, uh, Martin Luther King Jr um situation and then the other one is oh god what was it um this yeah yeah, yeah. so basically fortnite have decided that hey do you, do you know what was this huge boom recently oh among us so why don't we just slap among us into uh fortnite you know that that that's sure big money maker mm-hmm. and the fallout sorry not fallout the um the among us developers have turned around and said like i mean could you at least give us an homage apparently they were trying to have a collaboration with fortnite or with mm-hmm. epic games And uh, at one point in time, Epic just slammed the door and stopped talking to them entirely. Um, And if you look at the everything, like the environment that has been created for the Fortnite imposters, it's like 99% the same Mm -hmm. as the ship uh, map for Among Us and it's like what the fuck seriously obviously both platforms are free um well i mean on uh, mobile mm-hmm. uh, among us is free but it's it's just like jesus fucking and epic have had this really slapdash approach to a lot of things recently like AAA a games uh, they're allowed to release their game on multiple platforms, whereas indie developers, developers like the people that made Among Us, if they want to release on Epic, they have to tie into an exclusivity deal. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they won't touch an indie developer that won't exclusively sign up with Epic and uh, the Epic Game Store. And it's just like, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. piss off all
0: right yeah i mean like epic is epic is such a weird thing because honestly like they started out rather small in a sense like they did have the umbrio engine but like when fortnite launched like i remember when it came out like it wasn't really like the most insane game because like the battle royale thing wasn't in there and i remember before that they had something like something called paragon which i know like one of the people that i met for warframe was like really into that and like they also had like they would invite these creators like not the biggest creator. We just invited him to dev streams, and it was like, it was kind of like a similar feel as I had with Warframe when it came to that to, to that other game. It's like yeah, you know, these that seems to be rather right. And then the then they pretty much like took this thing, this battle royale thing, which really like broke loose with PUBG, and they just took it and like ran away with it. And uh, ever since then, like it's been really weird. Like on the one hand, the epic is trying to like push forward this narrative that like, oh, we're here for the people, and we're here to like encourage like the 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 cut needs to be lower on steam and the cut needs to be lower on what is it? On um, on like mobile platforms, and like yeah, like they're actually like doing that in the sense of like they have created a, like a game store on like PC where you know the, the cut that they take from sales from developers is lower than with Steam, and they they they're pushing for that as a big weight um, against Apple and, and and Google, and that's pretty good as well and you know one thing that i will commend them for is that they have been giving out free games every single week ever since like they started out their epic game store and i think that that is something where like i look at that i'm like wow you know that is insane that is crazy because you know even even if that to you may not mean something because oh yeah i have my own big games library like i remember when i was like a 12 10 year old little kid i had no money and i was like if i could just like every week just like you know open up my epic Games store and get a free game like there are good free games i got like gta 5 i get like watchdogs like assassin's Creed, like so many free games you got from there it's insane but at the same time yeah. you gotta be wondering if this shit is free how are we paying for this like, what is the cost? Like, you can't just be doing this out of the benefit of your own heart. And then you just see that, like, they're just doing this this shit where they're, like, forcing people's hands. Just, like, outright, straight up stealing things from, like, other people uh, because, like, oh, it's popular, we can further it in Fortnite, and, you know, it will just be cool And what you're going to do.
1: The, the largest issue I have with how Epic are handling it they used to be a games developer and that was it right mm-hmm. they used to make unreal sorry unreal unreal tournament they made um bulletstorm bulletstorm was an amazing game but it really sort of like slid under the radar but then all of a sudden like you know they they were doing such great success with the unreal engine they decided oh you know let's let's start actually no i want to i want to take that back a bit they made such massive success with the uh the battle royale of Fortnite, they decided to milk the ever living fuck out of them, mm-hmm. Right? And in doing so, they have just spoilt what good name they had. Oh yeah. You know, and it's it's just like what the fuck even.
0: Well, I mean I mean they're 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 fully embracing that um and it's like one thing that, that i do think is interesting then is like if you look at something like minecraft which also massively blew up i do really commend that in the sense even though it's been bought by microsoft and like they own it now that, like, that was years yeah so. like years back but like it still feels like a game that like it feels like a good game sort of thing it feels like a game where like they're adding things to the game but like they're adding new things to it, it it's still the same price basically like you buy it and then they'll add you free updates and it's just fun, whereas, like, Fortnite, I remember, like, I got, like, Founder's Access for it, and I played, like, that Save the World thing. I was like, oh, that's kind of fun. I played a little bit of, like, the Battle Royale when, like, that was popping off, and, like, people were like, oh, you want to play it? Uh, sure. But, like, it just, I don't know, it just doesn't feel like something I want to be associated with, because it just, like, there are so many there are so many things, like, I remember there was, like, this YouTuber of Films, who were, like, um, did in one of his videos, that like this this thing where he did like a deep dab, is like in some sort of like a parody, like, like comedy skit or something. Like he would like dab all the way to the ground or something, and then like Fortnite literally just took that. And, like, make that into, like, a legit emote. Like, the deep dab emote. And it's, like, literally frame by frame the same thing. And they never contacted him. They never, like, said, like, hey, can we... No. It's just, like, they just steal it. And, like, they've done that with so many of their emotes. Or they just, like, go to, like, oh, hey, this is from something that... A dance that's, like, kind of popular from, like, this uh, TV show or, like, from this movie. Let's just take it. Let's just use it. It's, like... That's the same thing now. It's like, why the fuck can't you just have the human decency to just be like, hey, you know, that's fun. That's just you know, organize something with these people and be like, hey, you know, maybe you get a little percentage of, like the the, the sales of it, or maybe you like you know, we we promote it together or something. You know, that'd be kind of cool. But no, it's just like, fuck it. We just steal it. And, like, I really don't like it. It feels shady. And that's also the same thing when it comes to the way that they deal their business. Even if they give out free games, like, pretty much that they give out free games, like, every single t- every single week without any cost to it. But at the same time, they, they don't have basic features like a shopping cart and shit in their store. It's like, it doesn't feel like they're, they're genuine. It doesn't feel no. like they're genuine to me.
1: No, I, I completely agree. It feels like how... How little effort can we put into this to make a quick buck to screw over the little man and get away with it? That's honestly what it feels like. And... I... I'm not okay with it. I really am not. I'm like... This this is why I barely turn on the Epic uh, Games Launcher. Like, I you know I, I was playing quite a bit of Dauntless for a while, mm-hmm. but then I put that down because it felt like the the progression to the game was so so in in Warframe, in Diablo three, in Monster Hunter World, the the. The progression cycle is really simple it's mm-hmm. um pick up uh, item off floor keep using item until pick up new item off floor right um or craft new item keep using item until craft new item right uh that certainly warframe um dauntless and monster hunter world but with monster hunter world it's like you always have to reset to zero. There's no sense of progression. You're not feeling like you're going anywhere because you are constantly resetting to zero. And that is not a feeling I like. Right? Mm-hmm. You no. could argue that in Monster Hunter, well, when you're getting new gear, you know, y- you're just fighting harder stuff. And I'm like, yes. But what I gain from putting into that gear is still there. As opposed to, I have to hit the sodding reset button mm-hmm. to get a magical, t- you know. So, um, but you know, again, that that itself feels like the sort of attitude that exists in the Epic Game Store's general policy. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah no, we just we just want to keep you getting to buy stuff, you know, just keep buying stuff, like you know, the the holiday sales. I mean, fuck, Control, Control was supposed to be an exclusive on the Epic Game Store, until it just suddenly appeared on name of the thing. Steam? Yeah, on Steam. It's just like, oh, look! Control's on Steam now. Mm-hmm. And then Control on Steam was getting an update, but Control on... Um, Epic wasn't? Yeah, or something like that. Or, oh, no, 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 that wasn't it. It was, uh, sorry, that that was actually a Control controversy. Um, there was, like, an update that you could get, like, a pervert control on both platforms but if you already owned control on epic you couldn't upgrade you'd have to buy the think game again oh man
0: yeah yeah it's it's definitely something um i mean like the thing you're talking about also like kind of leads me to uh, i'm starting to hate the retention goal of games like I remember when I was young and I discovered Warframe and games like that, where it's like, "Fuck, this is free to play! I don't have money, but like, I can play it. It's fantastic! I love it." Yeah. But now, I'm really starting to dislike games that don't have as their primary goal to entertain me, but rather have as their primary goal to like keep me around as a number, so that you know the game will have high numbers, so hopefully whales will spend. And I think that's just like a really bad attitude. Like, you have it in Apex, for example, where. Um, like, they'll have, like, skill-based matchmaking, which, like, the idea is, like, you're never in the same uh, lobby ever, like, like, after a match. So, like, every every single time is a new lobby, but you don't know what the level is because there's, like, tiers. Like, like, basically, like, they decide your level, like, on an algorithm based on, like, your score and, like, how good you play and, like, mm-hmm. all that sort of stuff. And then they put you in a lobby, like based on like with people around the same skill that's what they say but like most likely like a lot of times you'll find like you know you have like 10 matches that like go bad and then they 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 throw you one which is like easy and it just feels like you're playing a slot machine in a sense where it's like it's it's like crafted to like make you continue to play continue to play it's like oh i gotta win so i will continue to go on oh man it's so tough it's so tough oh yeah here you go here you go again it's like it's just it's just not nice and like, it really makes me miss the days where it was like, you know, you, you would play, for instance, like a Call of Duty game where it's like you would stick with the same lobby. It's like, it's just people. I just want to play with people. Um, yeah. And not have this thing where I have the feeling like I'm the product. And I feel like that's a lot of things like, like I've really started to feel that over the last few years when it comes with like these free service games where it's like, Am I, like, is this really made for me to enjoy? Or is this made so that I play longer and, like, you know, who cares if you're frustrated about this? Because we know you'll play anyways. See, like, in in the the
1: case of games like Warframe, I think it's really advantageous, right? I'm not a huge fan of... Actually, I remember specifically, right? Uh, mobile... Sorry, not a mobile... Fuck, a Switch game, Nintendo Switch game, that I actually really like. Um, it was one of the games like Astral Chain, right? Really, really good game. I barely got the time to play Astral Chain without the odd periodic phone call of, hey, how's it going? You know? And that's one thing I absolutely love about Warframe, right? hmm That mentality is so heavily instilled in our community culture. Of never ever unplugging that mm-hmm. when you have a game like Warframe, where it's very quick missions, it's it, you know, people feel the gratification of I'm able to just do it and not be interrupted, right? Mm-hmm. I'm able to do it four times and not be able to be interrupted. Astral Chain, I get through like an hour, maybe an hour and a half before I get a sodding phone call that was lasted 30 minutes long. I'm like, I'm just want to play my game. I just want to play my game. Why can't I play my game? Why won't why, why, why you let me play my game? Um, and... I feel that... That is an incentive. That is a mentality. That is a... I want to say a framework that companies like Activision, like Epic, like EA, are heavily exploiting. Mm-hmm. Right? They're exploiting this nature of only wanting 10-minute games because, you know, we are living in that world, right? Mm -hmm. And in doing so, it is a point of... I want to say ingress. You know, it's a point of entry where they can exploit the situation even worse, right? You know, I mean, how many people got into Fortnite because rick and morty were in it
0: well i sure (laughs) did
1: yeah i mean like how many people got into
0: but yeah Yeah, i mean mean, they put the x-men in it they
1: put put everything um,
0: but like it's yeah it's also like i mean it's free and like that is something where like i think there's a couple of things like first of all it's free and it's really hard to argue with a free game and secondly it's like there are so many like things at play that you don't know about um but like if you think about them like it really irks me where it's like back when you played a game like let's say because like a lot of these free-to-play games are like you know uh, uh what is it pvp games um so like yeah that's kind of what i compared them to it's so, like back back in the day with like model warfare 2 for instance but call of duty like the only thing that they will do is just like add you to a lobby like see is, is is there a lobby free yes there's a lobby free Add you to the lobby you need to sit in there for as long as you like yeah what they do now or what they can do now is because like basically like the system is that much more developed is like okay hey we can look at like the history of like what are your stats how long have you played um like what uh like like what like what have your recent games been what's your level like how long have you been playing already and like basically what you can do and like this is rather simple to do is like you can like figure out like like you can do a Psychological study and be like, okay, very much gambling studies. We're like, okay, so like, how many tries, like, what, what, what is people's behavior when they win or when they almost win or when they lose? Because yeah. I think this is just purely just like speculation. I have no things to back this up or whatever, but I would think that if people win, like, two or three times in a row, they're going to, like, kind of quit. Because it's kind of like, you know, a lot of times, like, if people hit it big, like, very fast, like, okay, cool, that was fun. All right, I'm going to go do something else. It's like that. But, like, that one more game mentality, like, that people have is like, oh, I want to have one good game. And, like, they, they end up playing the entire night. Like, that's something which I think is a very real thing. where It's like, you know, if people just, like, continue to lose, they'll continue to go on. But, like, you will never continue to play if, like, if you constantly, like, you constantly, like, die, it constantly fails, very, like, without any hope. So, like, what if people have like three games where it's like really bad and then the fourth game they were, they were supposed to like give up. But then we give them one where it's like, you know, against a little bit easier players. So like they'll have to this hope, like, oh, yeah, I can actually do this. And like, you know, we'll just have this algorithm that like gives you uh, challenges based on like what has like through our psychological studies been shown to like keep people playing for as long as possible. Like that is something which I like I very much believe is going on. Um, and the reason why I believe this is because, like, first of all, like, it's something which is very easy to implement. And, like, why wouldn't they? Because it's a free-to-play game that is, like, like you know, you are a product in a sense. So, like, they would like to keep you around. But secondly, it's also because there is this thing which is, like, skill-based matchmaking. They say, like, you are algorithmically decided as to, like, what lobby you lo- you go into, like, what kind of ranked lobby you go into. But you don't know the rank. You don't know what kind of level people you're playing against. They don't tell you. And like that is something where it's like, hey, if you were just being honest about this, like, for instance, like yesterday I was uh, I was playing with like a couple of friends um, and we were playing on stream and like basically like when I play by myself, it's like it's easy. And then like when I play with them, it's like it's super hard. And it's, like, there is no indication about it where it's, like, oh, now you're playing in, like, a Class B thing or a Class D. They don't show it. So, like, I really think that these these games are, like, the same thing what you see with, like, battle passes and stuff. It's, like, well, like, what if we, like, show it so often? Like, how often do we have to show the reward? How, like, quickly do you have to rank up sort of thing? And then there's something where it's, like... <sighs> I don't like walking around the street and, like, being manipulated by advertisements. I don't like watching YouTube and, like, having personalized advertisements. I don't need my games to be, like, psychological warfare throwing on me to, like, keep me playing for as long as possible and push me towards spending money on your game. Like, it just... I don't like it.
1: No, I I completely agree with you. And I do feel that a lot um, more of the AAA titles are leaning towards that. Look at Bloody Overwatch, Mm -hmm. right? I mean, if overwatch two is any success that's a fucking miracle that's oh, yeah. like you know fucking even in, especially you know, in this situation, oh my god yeah, it's like you know completing a train wreck but in a lot of scenarios um companies like i mean you you go to things like football games baseball games whatever they got fucking adverts everywhere they plaster adverts like really fucking in your face, right? Mm-hmm. And it's gone to that point with video games that you know, you watch um oh god, what was it? The 2K games, UF, uh, sorry, um yeah. UFC, <laughs> you know, and they actually played a fucking advert like mm-hmm, you in know. the game. Yep. And the thing is like when they t- like all oh, right, okay, we've got all the reviews in, right? Now turn this feature on. Like what the fuck? Yeah. You know, m- Microtransactions weren't in Red Dead Redemption 2 until Absolute the first update. Cycle. Yeah. I was yep. like, what the shit? This is this is just utter garbage.
0: Speaking of the Blizzard stuff, have you heard that California has expanded their lawsuit because allegedly Blizzard has been shredding evidence?
1: Yeah. Yeah, they've been destroying evidence. How and, great. Um, oh my God, seriously. Blizzard is so fucked. Um... And the the worst thing is that the the CEOs, they're, they're not, the heads aren't rolling. Like, have you seen how uh, originally we had Mike Morheim, who was the CEO of Blizzard, right? And mm-hmm. we had Jay Allen Brack, who was the president of Blizzard. And now we have the two co-leaders of Blizzard. Like, oh, why is their
0: job title getting lower and lower and lower? <laughs>
1: you know? <sighs> i'm just soon it'll be run by yeah. the janitor of blizzard
0: <laughs> yeah i'm curious as to like how that will unfold because like we knew blizzard has been like kind of rotten for like a long time but not to like this degree like that is yeah kind of surprising and i'm really curious as to, like how like what kind of the consequences will be because like a lot of times it just feels like these these companies just get away with like shedding all over like everything um and i'm curious to see like how this goes but like lawsuits take a long time um Mm. Speaking of really shitty companies, did we talk last time or before? Did I ever speak with you about Roblox? Maybe. Um. So, like, basically, like, uh, this is something that I watched, like, a long time ago. But basically, like, Roblox, I didn't know it was a big thing. Um, But apparently it's a really big game. Like, it went public as well. Yep. And like, it made $60 yep. million dollars or something. But basically yep. what it is, it's like it's a game that, like, allows you to kind of like Minecraft create servers. But it's more like create yep. your own game game yeah. engine yeah. and like what it does is like it allows like people to create games and then like other people to like go on to de- onto the games that have been created and spend robux on that thing oh. uh which is like the virtual currency and so basically like in order to like b- buy certain things or like run games like you need to buy in and like i think a fa- like um a thousand robux or something is like a hundred dollars or something to buy um and then like, this is a weird thing. It's like a lot of people that create the, that create these servers and run these servers are children, are young little children yeah. that play the game and, like, start to do this. And, like, basically w- w- what happens, like, if you like if people buy in Robux, they can only spend Robux on your server. So you don't actually get real money. You get Robux. However, for every transaction, you, uh, like, um, Roblox takes a 10% cut. Every transaction on the platform, Roblox takes a 10% cut of, like, the, the Robux. So 10% of your Robux, Roblox, Robux, Robux, Virtual currency get taken away by Roblox. Um, however, so so okay, so like so like that's the that's the first thing. The first so like you create something like like Roblox basically like takes ten percent from like everything that you get on your on your thing, which is like okay, you know that's a cut that they take because they supply the thing. However, if you don't want to convert your Roblox into real money again, a hundred like like a thousand Roblox is about a hundred dollars, but you can only but if you want to convert it back, you only get ten dollars. And you can only convert what? it back to real money if you have over a thousand real dollars that you'll get back. So you are gonna have to have like a lot. Like your game is gonna be have to, has to be insanely successful before you can actually get paid. And because of that, they have this thing because this app store is so big that they say invest your Robux. Back into like advertising on our app store because then your game will get seen and then you'll get like more paid and you can get past the payment threshold to actually get paid, which is never gonna happen because there's so many fucking games on there. So basically, this Roblox thing is at like the easiest estimate taking between 75 to 90 percent of the revenue of these kids that are developing games.
1: Hold oh, on, I need, I need, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. So you have to have a thousand. Dollars worth of Robux.
0: Yeah, but but if you buy Robux, like, you if you buy it, you need to spend more. But if you want to convert it back to the dollar, you get less.
1: So, sorry. Let me let me confirm this. So, a hundred dollars. Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to get this through my head. So, in order to actually have a hundred dollars, so you get ten percent, right? So in order to get a thousand
0: there is like a. Uh, I've, I've, you have to have ten thousand robux i put the video in uh, I, I i put a video in um, yeah. uh in in the chat i really recommend you watch it because like this is something i watched it a long time ago this came out oh ni- august 19th and uh what is it um like villagers say a hundred dollars of Robux is 10k um roblox not 1k i mean like I don't like. I don't know the exact figures, but I do know that it's it's roughly like this, where it's like, like you pay a lot more to buy it than that you yeah. uh get back if you convert it back, and yeah. you can only convert it back if you've made if you can confer- convert it back to like a thousand dollars. So basically, like what this thing does, it like it encourages the continuous flow of like this virtual currency like within the game, where every single time a transaction happens, like they take they take ten percent of it. So basically, like they have like all these children like working I, to be I, a game developer but they never get paid i'm sorry that 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 10 cut thing
1: is the most bullshit thing ever right i i assume that there's a minimum expense for anything then in order to guarantee a cut so um,
0: like but it's a virtual currency it's their virtual no cu- no, no no no
1: But my, my point is that if you say like ah oh, well everything's $1, so like mm-hmm. one robot, right? That, that you can't take 10% off of it. Or you would have to take 10% off of the earnings so you have a total earning. It's it, it's just, it's fucking stupid. I'm sorry, that is just such... Like, and people fucking want to tax on bloody platinum in Warframe. I'm like, fuck off! Yeah. That's the stupidest fucking thing I've ever heard. Fucking Christ. Jeez, my baby cousin I uh, was really into
0: roblox a couple of years ago i hope she's fucking given up on it now uh, Fuck. so basically uh yeah like i mean you, you gotta you, you gotta watch the video um like I, i've linked it in yeah. chat basically like it shows you you can only withdraw like oh no no okay so so this was the thing a hundred thousand roblox um so like a hundred dollars of roblox of roblox uh, yeah. As Philager says, is for 10k for so so a hundred dollars goes to 10k currency. Yeah. However, for a hundred k a hundred k currency, so ten times that amount, you only get yeah. three hundred fifty dollars if you transfer it back. So in or
1: fucking Christ, they take sixty five percent
0: of the revenue. And that is without the that is without like within the platform like taking cuts yeah. as well. Yeah.
1: That's so, ridiculous. The,
0: like the estimates, like are like the most conservative estimates are that they take seventy five point five percent of the revenue. But that's conservative because it doesn't that's... account for people that reinvested back into yeah. the platform.
1: But like that, that, that is just oh god, what was it? Um, that's just a fucking pyramid scheme, on um or oh, Ponzi scheme, on you know, but for fucking kids. Yep. Yeah kids that want to like programming underage,
0: it's a fucking underage sweatshop jesus yep. christ so if you thought fortnite and epic was about wait until you hear it about roblox oh my god oh my fucking god i really hope that my uh my aunt and uncle are well aware of this Is. Share this video. It's a twenty-two minute video. Uh, how investigation? How Roblox is exploiting young game developers. It was posted August nineteenth by People Make Games. I've posted the link in chat. Um, recommend to watch it because it was really fucking interesting. I, I, I did not know. Wow. like I didn't know Roblox was still relevant. And then all of a sudden I'm like I see this. I'm like no, my mind is blown. Wow,
1: absolutely insane
0: so yeah jeez that's 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 a bombshell and a half i can tell you that much <laughs> you know what let's 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 end on the bombshell then i mean like yeah let's maybe we, we can't top that yeah. so uh thank you guys all so much for watching this full episode of the framecast we did it Woo! <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh boy, oh boy, oh boy. Um, if you guys want to check out Xeno Galleon, go to youtube.com slash Casino Galleon. Check out the Kampai cast which is a brand new anime podcast with yep. yours truly right here, Casino Galleon, with um, MDR Laws and Nassive. Yep. Uh, they're talking yep. about anime. Uh third episode is coming up tomorrow, so uh, yeah. be sure to check that out. It's on YouTube, KanpaiCast, if you look for it. I don't think you have a custom link yet, but just look up KanpaiCast. Nah. Like... Yeah. You'll find it yeah <laughs> we actually do that at the end we always go goodbye <laughs> like hilariously we should do it at
1: the start but we never do because we don't know when the, the first person started recording so it's just like at the end it's just come oh yeah we're doing that oh shit <laughs> and like, what i wasn't paying
0: attention like we we have yet to get it perfectly it will maybe happen episode 50 100 maybe a special maybe yeah, maybe um, anyway cool maybe, thank you all so much for watching i hope you enjoyed if you want to see the the entire thing it's going to be on youtube.com slash postma games or if you want to see it live twitch's feed slash mutual postma um we'll see you around for the next episode of the framecast next time episode 77 we'll see when that comes and hopefully it will be working smoothly as this one was i'll we'll see you guys around
1: bye